0: Amity Printing Company is located in Nanjing, China, and is one of the largest Bible publishers in the world. Figures vary depending on the source, but go as high as 100 million copies, most translated into various Chinese versions, but Bibles are produced for export in 75 different languages. One must ask, why is such an ancient book becoming so popular in China? and why does it remain the number one bestseller in the world as a whole? How is it that a book that was written by over 40 authors over a span of approximately 1500 years, and across countries ranging from ancient Iraq to Israel to Italy, have such wide appeal? The Bible is without a doubt the most influential book ever written. No other book has been translated into more languages and been so widely distributed. The laws contained in its pages have been the legal basis for much of the Western world and have influenced social values for centuries. Consider these quotes from great men of the past regarding this truly unique book. Emperor Napoleon of France observed, The Bible is no mere book, but a living creature with a power that conquers all who oppose it. The first President of the United States, George Washington, stated emphatically, It is impossible to govern the world without God and the Bible. Britain's Queen Victoria gave the Bible credit for Britain's greatness and sustained power. That book accounts for the supremacy of England. Sir Isaac Newton was one of the greatest minds in science and was a man who possessed a very broad range of knowledge. He recognized the supremacy of the Bible over other secular sources of the past. There are more sure marks of authenticity in the Bible than in any profane history. All these quotes and more can be found in Halley's Bible Handbook, pages 18 and 19. They can also be found in Dr. Douglas S. Winnale's publication, The Bible, Fact or Fiction. Why have people of such great stature spoken so positively about the book known as the Bible? What gives it such long-lasting appeal, Why has it endured so long and remained popular, even in our ever increasingly secular world? And what does it have to offer you? On today's program I'm going to show you why the Bible is the ultimate book of knowledge. So if you want to know more, and want to know why, and how this book can transform your life, stay tuned. Welcome to Tomorrow's World from all of us here in the Living Church of God, the sponsor of this program, and I especially offer a warm welcome to any of you tuning in for the first time. The Bible remains the world's best-selling book and has been so since the beginning of modern printing. So many Bibles have been printed in so many different languages and in so many different versions that it's impossible to have a realistic estimate on the total number in existence today, much less the total number copied and printed through the centuries. Suffice it to say that no other book comes even close to its popularity, scope, and influence. On today's program, I'm going to give you three reasons why the Bible is the ultimate book of knowledge, and show you how it can help you as an individual, and how any society who follows its dictates will be wiser, stronger, and more harmonious. Of course, unless you actually open it up and study it and live by its instructions, it will have no effect whatsoever. The first reason the Bible is the ultimate book of knowledge is that it reveals wisdom for a successful life. The entirety of the book teaches wisdom, sometimes by direct instruction, And other times by the example of others who have gone before. Case in point, there are several chapters that chronicle the mistakes made by the nation of Israel. One such chapter is found in the book of Corinthians, and it instructs us as to why this summary is given. Here it is in 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, and verse 11. Now all these things happened to them as examples. And they were written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the ages have come. Now, if you would like to know what those mistakes were so you can avoid the harsh consequences that fell on that nation, you'll have to read the book. Just go to 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, and start reading. But there is an entire book of the Bible containing 31 chapters that is devoted directly to the subject of wisdom. Proverbs begins with these words The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and increase learning, and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. Our world would be very different if everyone read, understood, and lived by the gems of wisdom contained in this collection of proverbs and wise sayings. In it, King Solomon instructs his son to avoid company that tries to take shortcuts to wealth. He warns against common emotional decisions, such as being surety for a friend. There are principles on how to get along with your neighbor, One of the most common mistakes made by young people, and I might add older people as well, is taking shortcuts to getting ahead in this life. That's really what criminals do. They try to get what they could have if they were willing to work for it, but they are impatient and they want it now. Here are selected verses from Proverbs, the first chapter, verses 10 to 19. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. If they say, Come with us, we shall find all kinds of precious possessions, we shall fill our houses with spoil, casting your lot among us, let us all have one purse. My son, do not walk in the way with them. Keep your foot from their path. Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird, but they lie and wait for their own blood, They lurk secretly for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone who is greedy for gain. It takes away the life of its owners. What I find so surprising about this passage is that it has to be stated. I've personally known several individuals who read these words numerous times, but didn't take them to heart and they ended up in prison. Words of wisdom are there, but one has to apply them. Some people don't go this far in trying to get ahead, but they take foolish shortcuts and leave themselves open to unscrupulous individuals with get-rich-quick schemes. I've known far more people who fall into this category. Proverbs 28:20 20 warns, A faithful man will abound with blessings, but he who hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. Solomon points out that wisdom can be found all around us if we are actively looking for it and apply it in our lives. He tells us that we should seek wisdom and knowledge with the same intensity as we would seek for silver and gold. He tells us wisdom is far more valuable than rubies, but few are willing to put forth the effort. What about you? Our problem is that we tend to live by what looks good and what feels good right now, not by what is in our long-term interest. One problem we have is that we trust our own instincts. How many times do you hear the question, if you can't trust yourself, who can you trust? But Proverbs 3, verse 5 gives a far better approach to life. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Sadly, too many people are given good advice, but they continually dismiss it. Warnings are given by parents, a counselor, A school teacher, an aunt or an uncle, a friend, or simply by observing what happens to others. Solomon points out that wisdom is all around us if we have eyes to see and a heart to seek for her as silver and gold. Proverbs, the first chapter, begins in verse 15 with this Because you disdained all my counsel and would have none of my rebuke, I, meaning wisdom, also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your terror comes, when your terror comes like a storm, and your destruction comes like a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you. Then they will call on Me, but I will not answer. They will seek Me diligently, but they will not find Me, because they hated knowledge, and did not choose the fear of the Lord, they would have none of my counsel and despise my every rebuke. Therefore they shall eat the fruit of their own way and be filled to the full with their own fancies. In other words, some problems can't be fixed. If a man abuses his wife to the point she leaves him and runs off with another man, there is no wisdom to bring her back. If parents neglect a child until he or she falls into total rebellion and bad company, it may be too late to bring the young person back from the brink of self-destruction. Some problems simply can't be fixed. They may not be fatal, but the damage can't be undone. It is far better to exercise preventative wisdom, and that's what the Proverbs are all about. So the first reason the Bible is the ultimate book of knowledge is that it reveals wisdom for a successful life. We'll look at two more reasons in a moment, but first I would like to offer you a most interesting booklet that proves the Bible is a trustworthy source to guide your life. It's titled, The Bible, Fact or Fiction. Your copy has already been paid for, so use the contact information shown on your screen to order, download, or read your free copy of The Bible, Fact or Fiction. To learn more about today's topic,
1: visit www.TWCanada.org to read or order your free copy of The Bible, Fact or Fiction. You can also order by calling us at 1-866-784-7895. You will also receive a free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine. Call 1-866-784-7895. Seven eight nine five. Call today!
0: Welcome back. The Bible truly is the ultimate source of knowledge concerning how we are to live. It also answers a vitally important question of why we live. The second reason the Bible is the ultimate book of knowledge is that it reveals the purpose of life. As I have explained at other times on these programs, What benefit is it if you live a hundred years, amass great wealth, and have a wonderful family if you never learn the purpose for your existence? Why were you born? Is there a great and magnificent purpose to life? Is there life after death? And if so, what will it be like? Or are you merely to become a part of cosmic nothingness? The Bible reveals there is a purpose beyond the here and now. And it reveals something far more exciting than you can imagine. The Apostle Paul quotes King David when he asked the question What is man that you, God, are mindful of him? Or the Son of Man that you take care of him? You have made him a little lower than the angels, you have crowned him with glory and honor, and set him over the works of your hands. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. When you read the whole passage, it indicates that all things means everything that exists. In other words, the entire universe. Paul also addressed this subject in Romans the eighth chapter, beginning in verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. But you receive the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Now, isn't that amazing? The God who inspired this remarkable book tells us that his purpose is to bring many children into his family, to be just as he is. And he doesn't leave out the ladies. Notice what we're told in 2 Corinthians, the 6th chapter, and verse 18. I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Yes, we are to be the very children of God, joint heirs with Jesus Christ, inheriting the entire universe, and the scriptures tell us much more about this subject, but God is not going to bring into His family disrespectful or cheeky children as the British would say. Only those who choose God's way of peace and harmony are going to be born into His family. Notice what First Corinthians, the sixth chapter, tells us, verses nine and ten. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. There's far more that the Bible says about this subject, and I've only given you a portion of the picture. The only way to receive full understanding of God's plan for you and how He can work it out in your life is to read the Bible. We also have other Tomorrow's World programs and literature to help you with this subject. So far we've seen that the Bible reveals wisdom for a successful life and the purpose for life. Now before we go to the third reason why the Bible is the ultimate book of knowledge, I'd like to remind you that we are giving away an easy to understand booklet that shows you can trust the Bible as a guide to life. The Bible, fact or fiction, will be sent to you absolutely free of charge there will be no follow-up or pressure to buy anything. It truly is free to you. All you have to do is contact us by phone, by way of the internet, or regular mail. To learn more about today's topic,
1: visit www.twcanada.org to read or order your free copy of The Bible, Fact or Fiction. You can also order by calling us at 1-866-784-7895 1-866-784-7895 You will also receive a free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine. Call one 784 7895 Call
0: today! Knowing how to live and understanding the very purpose of our lives greatly benefits us individually, as well as those around us. However, to truly be the ultimate book of knowledge, the impact must be on a far larger scale than just you and me. The third reason the Bible is the ultimate book of knowledge is that it reveals spiritual laws that govern every harmonious society. Try as we might, we can't get around certain absolutes. There are natural laws that govern the physical universe, and there are spiritual laws which govern human behavior. If we build an airplane without understanding laws of aerodynamics, it will surely crash, and if we live life without the knowledge of, or without regard for God's spiritual laws, we too will crash. God's spiritual law of the Ten Commandments teaches us that it is never right to murder, commit adultery, or dishonor our parents. Yet there are times in our lives when we may be tempted to do these very things. That's why God gave us his law. It's to help us to make right decisions. The book of Proverbs reveals this very important principle. It's given twice to emphasize its importance. So listen to it carefully. There's a way which seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. That's found in Proverbs 14:12 and also in chapter 16, verse 25. The Bible gives strong warnings against sexual immorality of any kind. This can be a great temptation, but the consequences of violating God's law on this subject are catastrophic to both individuals and society in general. In Exodus 20, verse 14, we are commanded, You shall not commit adultery. Adultery. And in 1 Corinthians 6, verse 18, we are instructed to flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Other sexual sins are listed in Leviticus 18 and elsewhere in the Bible. These prohibitions protect the individual and society as a whole. The legacy of their violation is written in betrayal and broken families in tears and sorrow and in disease and death. Several chapters in Proverbs warns against adultery, harlotry and fornication. Solomon points out how deceptive these sins can be. They can look good at the moment, but there are painful and life-lasting prices to pay. We're instructed in Proverbs the second chapter beginning in verse 10 When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you. Understanding will keep you, to deliver you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words, who forsakes the companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of her God. For her house leads down to death, and her paths to the dead. None who go to her return nor do they regain the paths of life, so you may walk in the way of goodness and keep to the paths of righteousness. As a counselor who is sometimes asked to help a marriage damaged by sexual immorality, I can tell you the reality of this sin is painful, in spite of how right it may look at the moment. Solomon lays it on the line in chapter 5, beginning in verse 3, For the lips of an immoral woman drip honey, and her mouth is smoother than oil. But in the end she is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lay hold of hell or the grave. If we rely on how we feel about something, we may very well break one of God's invisible laws and suffer various automatic penalties, broken marriages, guilt, sickness, or violent retribution, to name just a few, but if we determine in advance that we are going to live by a standard higher than whatever seems good at the moment, we'll avoid these painful consequences. God also gives us laws of health and laws concerning financial management. While the true gospel message should never be degraded into what is known as the health and wealth gospel, It is God's desire that his people prosper in this life. The Apostle John quotes Jesus as saying, The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. If one follows the instructions of Scripture, one will work hard, be more likely to make wise decisions, and be blessed by God. But abundant living is not just about money. Some people have very little, but are supremely happy and content in life. Their abundance is not measured in silver or gold. Having a supremely happy marriage is of far greater value. We're instructed in 1 Timothy, the sixth chapter, beginning in verse 6 Now, godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world and it is certain we can carry nothing out, and having food and clothing, with these we shall be content. People often think that laws are oppressive. God's laws are not. They are given to us for our benefit to set us free. Yes, they do confine behavior, but behavior that is harmful to us and to others. Notice what the law of God is called in the book of James, the second chapter and verse 12. So speak and so do as those who will be judged by the law of liberty. God gave ancient Israel his laws for their good, but he left it up to them to choose whether to obey or not. In Deuteronomy the thirtieth chapter and verse 19, it lays out the choice. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you, that I have set before you life and death. Blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. On today's program, I've given you three reasons why the book known as the Bible is the ultimate book of knowledge. It reveals wisdom for a successful life, it reveals the purpose of life, and it reveals spiritual laws that govern every harmonious society. If you'd like to learn more about the subject of today's program, please take note of our contact information which will be shown momentarily to request or download Dr. Douglas S. Winnale's booklet titled, The Bible, Fact or Fiction. This informative booklet will help you prove for yourself that the Bible can be relied upon and is the ultimate book of wisdom. We also have other material related to today's program that will show you what the Bible says about your potential destiny in the Kingdom of God. You need to know where this world is headed, what the meaning of life is, and what source you can trust for the answers. Our website is a treasure trove of vital information, and we invite you to tap into that source on a regular basis. Contact us right away, and be sure to come back again next week, same place, same time, when Richard Ames, Wallace Smith, and I will give you more good news about tomorrow's world, when the whole world will turn to the ultimate book of knowledge, the Bible. See you next time. To learn more about today's topic,
1: visit www.twcanada.org to read or order your free copy of The Bible, Fact or Fiction? It examines several proofs that the Bible is the authentic Word of God. You can also order by calling us at one 784 7895 Call 1-866-784-7895. Or by writing to us at Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 409, Mississauga, Ontario, L5M 0P6. You will also receive a free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, revealing God's principles for living an abundant and happy life while providing insight into current and future events. At our website, you can also watch this and many more Tomorrow's World programs. Call 1-866-784-7895. Call, write or visit us online today. This program is a production of The Living Church of God.